Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. I'm Rory Spence. You can find me at Hangover Reviews, my YouTube channel, or Dog Care Presents, where you'll find my podcast. Sweet deal. You should definitely check it out. Uh, today, we're talking about minute number 112 of Man of Steel. And this minute's going to start out with Jor-El saying uh, to Zod that uh, the Krypton that you're clinging onto is gone. Powerful stuff. And it's going to end with uh, Zod kind of erasing Jor-El's AI from the ship. Yeah, Jor-El, General Zod destroys Jor-El once and for all in this minute. Okay. And uh, this minute is just them two mm-hmm. the whole time. So it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a big minute in my opinion, almost a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of a cool moment. I did like monster um, for those who couldn't see. So what they say is, uh, so yeah, he says the Krypton you're clinging on to is gone. Uh huh. Um, there's no, you know, he's really trying to tell him like, hey, this is pointless. Um, General Zod's done with it. He says. Uh, ship, have you managed to quarantine this invasive intelligence? I like that he calls it ship. That he doesn't not, call it like anything else. It's just almost like so general that like it passes by you so quickly where you're just like, wait, wait. It's almost like kind of childish too. It's like ship, <laughs> help me out. Hmm. It's just like you know, like magic school bus. They call it the bus. Like, <laughs> okay. It's there like the go. same kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like ship. Because nowadays we, they have names and stuff like Ship, that. open the door. Hey Siri. Hey Alexa. Okay Google. Stuff like that. I yeah. hope everyone's Every, device. <laughs> I hope everyone's device is going off now. That was really good. I really kind of hope Cortana is the new one because Microsoft decided to make that a real thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but yeah, like it's just like, it's not like he's calling. So like, there's two. Oh, now I'm thinking about something. Is there two AIs going right now on the ship? There's the actual ship, which is like the computing device, which in my opinion is technically an AI. And then there's Jor-El. Who's a virus. Who's a... He's still an AI. Yeah, but he's a... Does he not make himself like part of the same AI? Does he not kind of like integrate himself into that one? You would so think... Kind of I mean, one. He's like a installed program, like... Uh, How does he make Mc- the suit? McAfee... Security. Secure. How does he open the doors? How does he make the suit? Is he just like in like the mainframe hacking away? Is that what he's doing? Yeah. I think he just becomes part of, <laughs> part of the ship. I feel like they're one and the same. Like if he says like ship, yeah. are you prepared to terminate it? Like Jor-El should come back and be like, oh, ha, ha, I'm <laughs> this ship now. I think Jor-El is an AI program, but I think ship, I don't know what else to call it. That's what he calls it. It's I ship. think the ship is technically the the user interface kind of does that make sense i don't know i i guess i don't i don't know i just feel like they should just be one and the same because like whatever jor-el does he doesn't do it like whatever the ai does that is jor-el like let's say he wants to open a door it's not his ai that's opening the door his ai just commands the ship to open the door that's what it is. So Jor-El's a middleman. He's like a third-party AI. Yeah. Which is the title of this episode now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah. But what was weird is that, so, you know, after he asked him if he quarantined this invasive intelligence, which is like what a security program does when it quarantines a virus. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> and then it says yes sir and then it says prepare to terminate it uh but then Joel says fail you get that Did you catch that why does he say that what does he say he says like he just like yells out fail or for some reason no i don't know what you're talking about really i don't notice that either Hold on, we're gonna. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm getting this wrong. Just play it. Sorry. Okay, for we're gonna listening. play this real quick. Yeah, I was just gonna do the same. What is? Oh that? yeah. Why does he say that? What? Does he try to like deny the? I think he's fighting. Yeah, he's it? trying to override that command. Yeah. So. So maybe he does override the command initially, but like when Zod actually plugs his command key in, that's like ultimate end game like override everything mm-hmm. but i don't i don't see how that then in my mind zod's command key would not have the same quote-unquote ship ai on there but it's the same one that we hear in dawn of justice because we don't have a reference of what the ai is going or whatever the ship is in the black zero and that's where i think zod's command key is supposed to be so we don't have that reference. So we can't tell what is what. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think he said fail to try and override it, but it didn't work. It didn't work? Yeah. So he was like, fail, like, like, override, like, objection. And it was like, nope, no, doesn't work now. Because General Zod's here. I keep getting those damn names mixed up. They sound the exact same. Um... But I, one of the lines, I think my favorite line in this whole minute is Jor-El saying, silencing me won't change anything, which in today's world, uh, you hear that a lot, especially from scientists, <laughs> especially from this country. I don't know about the UK, Rory, but, um, not too many people happy with our current political climate. Uh, yeah, well, so. we just had an election two days ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a good old a lot of people Lord, not happy here too. <laughs> good old Lord Buckethead over there fighting the good fight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> valiant effort, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of things considered fake news and whatnot. Uh, and uh, this, to me, this is this is great because you have a scientist here telling uh, an oppressor. Uh, that silencing me won't change anything uh, in regards to um, a global terror, terraforming and whatnot. So it seems very relevant today, uh, you know, save our planet. Do you think um, the ship recognizes um, hierarchy, if that's a thing? Oh, yeah. So Jor-El is Thinker Guild. And General Zod is just that. He's the general of the entire Kryptonian army. Do you think the ship, like, once Zod stepped on it, like, kind of, like, scanned him and was like, oh, I have to listen to everything this man says? Is that why you think, like, Jor-El was also able to not override the command? Oh, yeah. You think it knows that? General Zod has a much higher... He's like, ranking. Yeah, of course. He, you know, runs something as an administrator. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> Right click, run as run as administrator, and then you know, he's he's got the credentials to do it. All right. Um. So and then after you know, Jorah says that. Then he says something, uh, 
that General Zod does not like hearing it, which is, my son is twice the man you were. Oh, man. Dramatic pause. Yeah. That look on his face. Dramatic turn. Now he's interested in what this he's This is got the to first say. time I've actually seen, like, um, his age. Like, he looks much older. General Zod's yeah, age? Yeah, when he turns around. Like, even later on in, in, the, in the later minutes, he still looks a little bit younger. I don't know if it's because the he takes off that bulky armor and he's like fighting and stuff like that but like right here is where i can see like oh yeah you were actually imprisoned on a ship for 30 something years and, and you, you just now noticed that just not like just now like i've noticed that like it showed his age before in the movie but like here is where i actually see it in his face hmm. i don't know how to describe that you know what i'm saying though i know what you're saying but i kind of noticed that when we first got reintroduced to him but it's okay yeah, just, come on. All right. <laughs> After the turn, he says, uh, you know, so what he said, my, my son is twice the man you were, and he will finish what we started. I can promise you that. Can you? Can you promise that? Um, General Zod's replying, and slowly walking up to him, staring him dead in the eyes. Tell me, you have Jor-El's memories, his conscience. Can you experience his pain? And with that, he leads into, I will harvest the codex from your son's corpse, and I will rebuild Krypton atop his bones. Let's go back a minute. Um, when he's asking him that Jor-El has his conscience and his pain, I want to talk about that. The first thing that just popped into my mind, I didn't write it down, was you could ask the same question in the next movie, Dawn of Justice, to General Zod. Can't you? It's like product of like Bertrand's curse and everything like that. Do you think that is, do you think that's viable? I guess the question is, could you ask this question to General Zod and Dawn of Justice? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, in what scenario? What do you mean in what scenario? If like, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to parallel the two. Like he's got, you know, he's, he's got this AI conscious, you know, memory bank of Jor-El, but then, like, you just take the actual body of General Zod and reanimate it. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're talking about, like, how we questioned whether General Zod is still conscious yeah. when he's Doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought so. Yeah, because... I'm just saying that you could say the same exact question to him. Yeah, you could. Absolutely. Um, I'm just drawing lines, man. No. <laughs> um, what do you think, Rory? I'm desperately trying to remember <laughs> Donny Justice. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But uh, Oh, really? Oh, it's all good. I don't blame I you. I saw it once. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't worry, I will watch it again. But, yeah, did I, I never thought of him as Zod, really. I know who he is, but it, it seems like a totally different entity to me by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think because the only time, the only thing that I got out of that film towards the end with Doomsday and, and maybe that General Zod is still kind of aware that who he is, is because he does look at that Superman statue. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, we'll get there one yeah. day. <laughs> so we'll have to save it. But he does kind of look at that statue as if like, hey, what the hell? I remember. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing praising this guy? Um, but going back to today's minute... <laughs> Uh, when he says, tell me, you have Jorah's memories, his, his conscious, can you experience his pain? Like, at first you're thinking, when he gets deleted, will it be painful? Right? 
No, I was just thinking about like when they lost last saw each other and he mm. stabbed him. Oh, that's maybe what you're it's thinking? Like, yeah, it's like maybe like, hey, do you remember what death feels like? <laughs> remember that time it I killed you? Yeah. Was, I always assumed it was his emotional pain that he was talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kill I your think... son. Is that painful? Yeah, I think that's what they were saying. It was that, you know, like, hey, this is good. Like, can you feel pain? Because, listen, I'm going to, like, rip this thing out of your son's body. I'm going to rebuild Krypton on top of him. Or, like, on top of his bones, which, you know. And then everyone on this planet is going to die. Like, like to that, that's painful. That's painful to Jorah because that's not what Jorah wants. Yeah. Like, his, like, a scientist's ideas being destroyed is more painful than actual physical pain. So I think that's what they were going for here. But, I and mean, his you son. Could, you, oh, yeah, and his son. His first uh, natural-born son... Uh, that he sent and put so much effort to send his son to another planet to save him so that he could save others and whatnot, and to have that child get killed. That, that's got to be more painful than any than just you know being killed in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you could you could say all the above. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> Jorah doesn't respond to it, which is uh, probably a big hint that yes, he does feel pain, um, which raises more questions because he is just an ai so it's kind of like weird like how do you even do that um but yeah then you know general zod terminates jor-el mm-hmm. he's push, pushes the command key into the terminal and uh it, they do a good job of showing how painful that looks i don't know some about it seems like yeah that probably sucked it reminds guy- me of the third x-men movie when wolverine's face is getting all ripped up by that Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix character. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, it's a stretch, but I buy it. How is that a stretch? Because it's a little different than AI with pixelated things coming off. His face is still ripping apart. Okay, cool. I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just want to jump back a few seconds there because I skipped over a line that I noticed is quite um, important. I think he says... uh, was it bones? It's gonna use his bones as a foundation. Yeah, he says it's gonna Before rebuild Krypton. Top its bones. Yeah, yeah. That Which made is, me I think mean, of like did. yeah, the the sort of vision, the quest bit that they do before that, where Superman's sinking into skulls. He says something about a foundation there. I'm sure as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. This is all like a callback to that dream sequence. Yeah. Which yeah, which is probably what General Zod is used to. You know, being the military leader that he is, when he does go to a planet, like, quite honestly, yeah, we that's how it happens. We kill off the species, and you build on top of them, because they, you know, that's just it. Which is a very messed up way to think about things. But, I don't know, maybe that, I don't know, I can't see if, like, he finds pleasure in stuff like that, or... If that just seems necessary to him, that's what he's programmed to do, man. Yeah. yeah, to 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 think and to talk like that and to to like have his actions uh, directed in that kind of way. In the dream sequence about the bones skull pit, skull ball pit, whatever we called it, was that <laughs> was that Zod influencing Cal to have that vision? Like, was Zod placing that image in his head, or was this Cal's image? So, like, did Zod like see that when he was also in that dream and was like, "That's a good idea." 
<laughs> it's like I should I should use this line. Probably. I always thought he was influencing it. I always thought he was control of it. But so maybe. so Zod, yeah, Zod kind of like was like, all right, well we're gonna build. There's got to be a foundation. It has to be built on something, and it's like you know what would be good for this? Just a lot of skulls. <laughs> That's what I th- yeah I thought he was I thought he formulated that whole dream. He was like, we're gonna have the little yeah. skull ball pit. We're gonna have the little barn. <laughs> Gotta have the crow that flies off and All he right. like times it so that when the world he directed that thing. <laughs> it's right. directed by General Zod, it says at yeah. the bottom. Like before Kala wakes up they have to watch credits roll by of like you the production team. So every time General Zod is like thinking about terraforming planets and stuff, like he's always constantly thinking of just a ball pit of skulls. Yeah. That's just his image. That's what he wants. Yeah. He needs it. <laughs> it's his aesthetic in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also wrote down here that he, he does not find pleasure in killing someone like Feora does. That's just my opinion, but I feel like he did not find, he doesn't find pleasure in killing Jor-El only that like, he's just so angry about Jor-El right now and he's done with it. I still think that he has somewhat of, you know, he still has that thought of like their relationship that they had. As friends yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So I think, like, the, I mean, this is, it might have been a relief to him to, like, first start talking to Jorel when it's like, oh my gosh, I actually get to talk to you again. Like, I can't believe this is, like, supposed to be a time where, like, he should, you know, apologize, I guess, or say, like, I, I apologize for, like, the altercation that we had, but obviously it wouldn't matter because it's just a consciousness, so it doesn't matter. But then at the same time, Zod wouldn't be sorry for killing jor-el so like that kind of i'm just like kind of just arguing with myself at this point doesn't matter move on <laughs> yeah i don't think jo- general Zod would ever apologize but no, but he does feel something that he gets to talk to jor-el again mm-hmm. you can see it in his face you can see it when he deletes him that like it's like hmm, that he, was he, that was it he likes him enough to continue having a conversation with him yeah i think he respects him i think that's more what it is Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. How could you not? You know, but yeah, um, you know, Jorah's never gonna know the outcome about what happened after this because he's gone. I'd argue that he wouldn't ever know it anyway. Like that AI is not like a, it's it's just like a computer program. So it's like, do you consider that? I don't know. That's hard because it is Jorah's consciousness. But is it continuously learning, or is it just stuck with what he was only learned about? Can can he learn new information if he were to survive? Like, would he be able to see? Oh, he does have that line when he says, like, if your mother could see you now. When he's, like, in the standing there in the ship at first. So it's weird because, like, he recognizes that that's his son is growing up, so he's learning what he looks like. Hmm. This is weird, man. This is freaking me out. <laughs> it's like afterlife, but not. Yeah. Hmm. It's like he could, so, like, if... if well, Zod's... either way, he's dead now. I'm, well, I'm saying, what if he was alive and like he f- he s- saw, quote unquote, that that Cal saved everybody and, and saved Earth and stuff like that? Like, what is? I don't. Where do you go from there? Do you? T- uh, do you? I think we've cr- been asking that question for a long time now. <laughs> I think people are still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> Let me just get Skynet, man. Eh, yeah, Skynet heaven is what you know. Um. But yeah, I just think it's so weird that you know he, he's never gonna know which one, which side won, or if Earth turned into Krypton, or 
But does that even matter? That's the thing. Like, it's an AI. Why should that matter? Are you asking if you can feel his pride? Yeah, I'm asking all these questions. (laughs) It's just like, it's almost like uncomfortable to think really hard about what Jor-El is like right now in a movie. Like, uh, like he was learning, like he, he learned of his son. He saw him as an adult. He felt. I don't know. Did he feel pride of actually seeing his son grow up and and attempt to save another species? I don't. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> those are those are some very deep questions. Yeah, they are. That's why we do this. We get into that's it. That's why man. we try, and it's why someone <laughs> out there listening is probably just like, now they got to think about that for the rest of their day. Thanks a lot. <laughs> hey, I'm right there. Yeah, that's why I'm um, here. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? Uh, let me just check. Uh, nope. Other than Michael Shannon is intense. I wrote that down. But yeah, nothing really. Always. About there. Always. Yeah. Forever intense. Um, <laughs> Huge cool. Michael Shannon fans. Oh, yeah. Michael fans. Yeah, he's great. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they're called. Yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what we decided that people would be called. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard. Don't forget to leave us a great review on iTunes so it really helps us out and we love reading those out over the podcast. And definitely check out Rory over at Hangover Reviews and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.